Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You cannot argue with what this guy has done. And because of that, he will go down as a Michigan man, a Michigan legend, and in many cases will be considered the greatest coach in their history. College football has never been better. Interest has never been higher. I believe that we are at the dawn of the golden age of college football. It was an epic day of college football. It was one of those days where you fall in love with the sport all over again. Hey, what's up, everybody? Emergency edition of the Joel Class Show. We told you uh, as soon as we got any news that we would be out, and here we are. Jim Harbaugh headed to the Los Angeles Chargers, as I've been kind of speculating ever since they won the national championship. This is a good fit for Jim Harbaugh. This is a team that's ready to win in the National Football League. They've got a quarterback that's ready to win in the National Football League. This is a perfect position for him to go. He is one of the best, if not the best, uh, coach currently going in in our sport in in college football. I know you know Kirby Smart fans would uh, disagree, but I'll give you some context of of why you know I will say that here in just a moment. Um, having said that, though, this leaves a, a a massive vacancy in the college football world. The defending national champion needs a new coach and now three of the four playoff teams uh, are are going to be you know working with brand new head coaches next year which is pretty wild here um all things in college football getting a little crazy all right so let's take this one thing at a time here um let's take it first from Jim Harbaugh's standpoint as i've told you ever since they won that game against Washington this makes a lot of sense Jim has done everything that he came to Michigan to do, and he is going to be remembered as a legend for doing it. He came to return them to the promised land, and that's exactly what he did. Now, for some, maybe it took a little bit too long, but he did it. And so there's nothing left to prove at Michigan. Now, if he wanted to stay, he could have stayed and been pretty comfortable and probably still uh, been very successful at Michigan. But he's also still an incredible competitor and there is one area where he has not gotten it done, and that is winning a Super Bowl at the next level in the National Football League, whether it was uh, as a player or as a coach. Got close, obviously, and that lost to his brother against the Ravens with the 49ers. But now he's headed back, and that's going to be his goal. And he's going to try to go and win a Super Bowl, obviously. And Charger fans should be incredibly excited. If you happen to be a Chargers fan and you're watching this, I think Jim Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in the sport. He does such a phenomenal job of building a fundamentally sound, tough, competition-oriented football team. 
They're always a throwback team. They're always physical, and they are tough to beat. Every level, everywhere that he's ever been. And it's not going to be any different with the Chargers. That team is going to be a lot better. And I know it's a tough division, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes, but I would be really surprised if the Chargers aren't one of the elite AFC teams um, maybe next year or certainly in the years to come. Uh, that's a roster that's ready to win, and this is a guy that just understands the sport. You watch his teams, even the coaches. By the way, there are guys that don't like Jim Harbaugh. You know, I mean, that's that's obvious in the coaching ranks. And even the guys that don't like him watch his teams, and they're like, man, they're really well-coached. Man, they do everything really well. They play hard. They run to the football. They're physical. And at least for the last three years at Michigan, they had an incredible culture. And that's what he's going to bring to the Chargers. So that's that aspect. There's also an aspect of why deal with the uh, with the NCAA. Excuse me. If if I'm Harbaugh, there's no way I want to deal with the NCAA. Look at what's going on right now. They're getting a notice of infractions about a recruiting dead period. They're still going to be under investigation for the Connor Stallions uh, issues. Um, and in his mind, he's like, what? Well, why? He already had to serve six games of, of a suspension this last year. It was going to be more. I'm sure that the investigation is not going to... It's not going to be nothing in terms of the sign stealing, okay? And and all that will come out later. And, and this is an opportunity for him to just leave and not have to deal with the NCAA. I wouldn't want to deal with the NCAA. They're getting a notice of allegations for recruiting dead period. Meanwhile, kids are pulling up to their national letter of intent signings in Lambos. Come on. Like what again, what are we doing? So he left and he went to the national football league. Now the question becomes who's staying and who's going. Okay. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. First and foremost, I want to be crystal clear about this. Michigan should hire Sharon Moore, period. He already had a job interview. That last three games of a job interview, he was the interim coach one time during the three-game suspension to begin the year. doesn't really count. I mean, those are teams that they're going to beat anyways. He is the interim head coach as they go right down the gauntlet at Penn State, at Maryland, home against Ohio State. Like, are you kidding me? Guys want to know against Ohio State. This is post-sign stealing and cheating, right? I mean, this is the biggest no-brainer of all time. He has shown himself to be a guy that everybody on the team, certainly the offensive linemen, but everybody on the team love, and they played hard for him. And, and this is an easy fit moving forward, and they need to do it quickly. And that brings up their state law about the seven days. This job has to, quote-unquote, be posted for seven days. Now, this is obviously 
a rule, a law that is meant for jobs other than the head football coach at the university. This is meant for everything else so that, you know, there's employment opportunities and people understand where those employment opportunities exist. That's not what this is. And so Michigan does have a chance to apply for a waiver and circumvent the seven-day law and actually announce Sharon Moore as their head coach in quicker fashion, which I believe they should do. They should be applying for this if they haven't already, and they should be trying to announce Sharon Moore as their head coach as quickly as possible. Now, just so you know, the the language of this law and, and specifically the application to kind of circumvent it goes like this. You can apply for a waiver of the posting requirement if legitimate business needs of the unit outweigh the university's intent to provide notice of employment opportunities. Well, this is a case study for that. Obviously, the business of the unit, the University of, of Michigan football team, that business circumvents the university's need to let people know of the employment opportunity for their head coach. I mean, this this is silly. We need to apply for the waiver as quickly as possible and move forward because Sharon's the guy, and the, the quicker that you can have a head coach in there, in particular a guy that all the kids in the locker room love, then you can move forward without all the chaos that we've seen at other schools with their coaching changes. Because one thing we know about college football in the – modern era is that coaching changes are chaos all right you you don't want that chaos to enter your locker room so you need to do things to build the barriers around your program and protect it from the chaos that could ensue through a vacuum of information you don't want that vacuum inform of information so they need to apply for the waiver they need to hire Sharon more and then move forward then it becomes a question of which of the assistants are going to stay with Sharon and which are going to go with Jim. And I'm sure that this has already worked out. Here's a guess. Here's a, a thought, kind of my gut reaction as to how this is all going to work out. Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, I would be shocked if he's not the coordinator for the Chargers. Look at the success that Mike McDonald has had running the same defense as the coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. That's one of, if not the best defense in the National Football League. All right. Michigan was the best defense. And by the way, statistically, one of the historically great defenses that we've ever seen. 15 and 0 national champions. Jesse cut his teeth in the NFL as a Ravens assistant, um, kind of a, a analyst style assistant with Mike McDonald. And he's always wanted to get back to the National Football League to test himself on the highest level. This is going to be his opportunity. I do believe that Jim takes Jesse Minner and he's going to take him to the Chargers. Probably Jay Harbaugh as well. That would be an obvious one. And then it gets more interesting. And I actually think other than those two, there's going to be a lot of guys that stay at Michigan and, and stay in the family, if you will. And here comes the most important one. Sharon Moore, if he was going to pound the table for one personnel move, and really fight with Jim over who's going to stay and who's going to go. Sharon should fight for Ben Herbert, the strength and conditioning coach. I believe he's going to stay at Michigan, namely because you can impact the culture of the program to a much greater degree as a strength and conditioning coach at the, at the college level than you can at the NFL level. His impact 
is substantial with Michigan. In fact, most of the coaches and players will tell you that he's the reason why they're mentally tough. He's the reason why they're so physical at the line of scrimmage. I'm sure Jim will want to take him, but his impact at the NFL level will be mitigated by the fact that he's coaching pros. They don't care about culture. They care about paychecks, right? It's about talent there. You don't, you're not going to run a 14-year vet through the strength and conditioning program to build culture. They'll look at you and laugh. So in my estimation, Ben Herbert fits better at Michigan in college. I think he's going to stay there, and that would be a huge win for Sharon Moore moving forward because that would be a great way to really keep the culture of the locker room intact during the transition. Ben Herbert would be a huge one. Um and outside of that, you know, I think that most of those other guys will probably stay. All right, now let's just give a little bit of a context, a little bit of context to what Jim Harbaugh accomplished. Um, the haters are always going to talk about the cheating. Fine. That is, it is what it is. And, and you know what? It's hard to argue with it and, and fair enough. Now, having said that, it's hard to argue with his record. Okay. Michigan was... Not very good before he got there. Rich Rodriguez was awful at Michigan. Good coach, bad at Michigan. Brady Hoke was not very good at Michigan. In fact, if you look at it, his win total went down every year in the four years he was a head coach. Rodriguez's went up three to five to seven. Most games he ever won was seven games. Brady Hoke comes in, he did win 11 games, and then eight, seven, and five. I mean, that's it. One double-digit win season between those guys, and they only finished ranked at the end of the year twice during those years. Horrid years for the all-time winningest program in the history of the sport. So they bring in the favorite son, Jim Harbaugh. He immediately makes them more relevant. He immediately starts winning double-digit games. He immediately puts them into a position where his second year and then almost every single subsequent year, they were ranked inside the top 10 at some point at some point during the course of the season outside of the COVID year. All right. So they were just incredibly relevant. Now he began to, to draw the ire of some fans because he couldn't get over the hump of Ohio state, or even you could make an argument kind of um, road tests when he was an underdog bowl games, those types of situations. And then all of a sudden post COVID, Things change. He gets his brother's defense. McDonald comes in. Jesse Minter comes in. The offense really solidifies itself around Sharon Moore as the offensive line coach, first tight ends coach, then offensive line coach, then play caller. And here we are. They're 12 and 2, 13 and 1, 15 and 0. They're back to back to back Big Ten champions. They've beat Ohio State three straight times. They just won the Rose Bowl, and they are the national champions. I mean, they basically end, we'll see moving forward, but they stop the string of success that the SEC has had. Remember, he's doing this in an era in which we all thought that the SEC would just win every single championship. And they have, for the most part. And now all of a sudden, Michigan wins the national championship? You cannot argue with what this guy has done. And because of that, he will go down as a Michigan man, a Michigan legend. And 
in many cases, will be considered the greatest coach in their history. I know they've got Fielding Yost. I get it. They got Bo, Bo Schimbeckler. Schimbeckler never won a national championship. You know, and Lloyd Carr, yes, he won a national championship. But Jim came back to resurrect them back to what they were. And then he went to a place that many believed was an impossible place to get. 15-0 and in modern college football and winning the national championship? Beating Alabama in the Rose Bowl? The guy is going to go down as a legend. He's going to go down as an absolute legend. So that'll have it. Uh, that'll do it. I will be back with any more information, and we'll break this down a little bit further uh, when I record on Sunday. So that's Monday's podcast. Um, but yeah, big news. Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers kind of has as we've expected. I told you that that was going to happen. That's what has happened now. I told you Kalen DeBoer was going to be the coach at Alabama. That's what has happened. I think Jesse Minter is going to go to the Chargers. I think Sharon Moore is going to be your Michigan head football coach, and he needs to be the head football coach as soon as possible. Uh, remember to follow the show, subscribe to the show, wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, make sure to subscribe on YouTube as well and leave a comment and I'll jump down there and, and, uh, jump in those comments and then follow us on social media, wherever you like to social media at Joel Klatt show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday with more Joel Klatt show.